One of the biggest complaints that I hear from executive directors is that they wear all the hats, that they do everything in their organization. And while the executive director role might encompass a whole bunch of things, and you might need to know a little bit about everything that happens in your organization, you shouldn't be wearing all of the hats. But then it kind of leaves you wondering, what is an executive director supposed to be doing? How should I spend my time? So today I wanna to break down the top three things that executive directors really should be doing, should be focusing their time on. All right, let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 12 of the Harvesting Results Show where I help you serve others by giving you tools, resources, advice so that you can nurture those roots to harvest the fruits of all of your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I'm Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about the top three things that executive directors should be doing with their time so that they can make sure that it matters, that they are focusing on the most essential things for their mission. If you haven't yet watched the episode on getting focused, I'll link that down below. After you watch this episode, you may want to go back and watch that one because it will help you implement what we talked about today. I also offer a free download, which is a getting focused worksheet to help you take inventory of your day and make sure that you can kind of weed out what is essential and what is not, what you can delegate. And that is at katulo.com slash focus. So you can go grab that right now. And uh, I'll also link that other video that kind of walks you through that worksheet. But today let's talk about the top three things executive directors need to be focused on. So number one, the executive director is the visionary. Hopefully every nonprofit has a visionary and an actionary. Rarely do you have visionary and actionary all in one. A lot of times there is a visionary that really sees what you can do. They might look at a building and go, you know what, that could be several uh, beds for the homeless population. And they just are like constantly in this blue sky thinking and really can see the change that they want in the world. But you need an actionary, right? You need somebody that says like, okay, what are the logistics on that? Like, how do we actually put that into action and make sure that you're taking all the right steps to fulfill that, that vision of the visionary. So a visionary is very, very important. And as the executive director, you need to be a visionary because you need to hold that framework for the rest of your organization, for your board, for your staff, for your volunteers. They should not be able to meet with you without you painting this vision, without you getting them excited and hyped up and bought into this magnetic vision place that you believe can happen through your hard work and dedication, right? All the work that you're asking everybody to do and support and come alongside, you need to be painting that vision like crazy. So make sure that you are spending time holding that framework and, and what does that look like in practical matters? What does that look like in day to day? Well, that might be being the face of the organization, going out, speaking at different organizations or different events about your organization, letting people understand the problem, articulating the problem specifically in your community, specifically articulating the fact that your organization is the solution to that problem. So you're doing a lot of external outreach and painting this vision that other people may or may not know. 
And you're also letting them know that you are uniquely positioned to be able to fulfill that mission. So if you look at your calendar and you're not doing things that are, that are outreach, that are making connections, that are networking, that are leading staff meetings, that are creating videos and content about your unique cause, then that's something that you want to work in. Like, how are you getting the message out and how are you making it clear that you understand the issue and that you really believe that change can happen. Because if you don't do this, if you don't go out there and make the case, if you don't go out there and show your passion, how can you expect anybody else to join the cause? How can you expect anybody else to understand that there's a problem and that they need you, that they need to invest in you or come alongside you. So make sure that you're out there actually making those uh, connections, making those strategic partnerships, hosting events, speaking at webinars, speaking at events, whatever you need to do to hold the framework of the organization and make sure all volunteers and all staff are on board. And trust me, if you're like, oh, well, we do this one training and so, and I'm, you know, do that training with new volunteers or new staff, and so they get it. Trust me, staff and volunteers need to hear from you all the time. You should, in front of them, live, breathe, sleep, this organization, this mission, this cause, and why you are uniquely positioned to be the solution. Right down to like the elements of your programs and why they're important and why they're unique. Because people don't know that stuff. And people won't just listen to one training and get it like you get it, okay? And just because you get it and it's like, you know, second nature to you, they don't, okay? They need to hear it over and over and over again. You know, ideally they get to a point where they have vision and they can articulate that out to the community and they can be ambassadors for your brand. So you just need to be leading by example and constantly talking about the vision and also looking forward and you know, what's next for the org. You know, if you find yourself in the weeds of doing daily operations, like so many executive directors do, you need to pull yourself out and make sure that you are spending time. Is your vision still relevant today? Is there a bigger vision you could go for? You know, what is that vision? How is it evolving over time? So that gets me into the second thing that executive directors need to do, and that's strategy. Okay, so you need to be spending a good amount of time setting strategic plans and working on strategic partnerships or strategic activities that are gonna help you accomplish that vision that we just talked about, accomplishing that mission. So if you are doing operational things all day long and you are just handling a client that comes in the door and then the, the bathrooms need attending and then the Wi-Fi went out and all of those things are what you're doing and you have no time to catch up and actually work on strategic planning, you might not even have a strategic plan. Uh, you're not thinking about like, how do we get more clients? How do we get more donors? How do we make more partnerships? How do we get bigger? How do we get more properties? Like whatever you need to achieve your mission, you need to pause and create time for developing the strategy to get to those things. And I've done an episode on strategic planning, but 
That looks like what are your goals? So setting out very uh, measurable targets, KPIs, like I want 25 kids enrolled in the program next year, or we want to have 54 beds open to homeless people in our community. Okay, once you have those numbers, what are the key activities that you need to focus your time on to be able to achieve those? Okay, well, we need to network with the housing authority. Okay, well, we need to run a promotion campaign. We need to get better with our social media. So there's key activities that go along with the things that you're trying to accomplish. If you do these things, you will hit your targets. And you need to pause and make sure that you're taking time to develop what are you trying to achieve? Is it a good target and measurable so that you can go back and see if you actually achieved it? What are the key activities to get you there so that you don't just have these goals, but you have no clue how you're going to get there. And it takes time to actually work on strategy and get those things written. Um, and your team or your volunteers will thank you for it because not only do you have this lofty vision of like, this is where we're headed. You have this lofty vision of this is where we're headed and what we're going to do this year are these specific goals and how we're going to do those goals are by these specific activities. And I'm the executive director. So I am trying to fill the gap that is in your head from the vision, fulfilling the vision. And what do we do today to make that happen? And that is your job as an executive director. It's your job to break down all the small tasks. But what you don't want to do is get so in the weeds, in the small tasks that are not essential, that don't matter. So at the end of the day, you've spent more of your time on things that are not going to get you more kids. They might be fun, but they're not going to get you more kids enrolled in the program, or they're not going to get you to open up that new building down the road. You want to work on strategy, creating that strategy, setting KPIs. What are your key activities? So we have that you're going to be the visionary and you're going to do strategic planning and spend time in strategic meetings. The third thing that executive directors need to be doing is managing resources and operations. And when I say operations, ideally, this is not that you are actually doing all of the things that you could delegate, like getting volunteers to do them and getting staff to do them. But you need to focus on operationalizing all of the key activities that you just set. So you can't say we're going to do uh, these activities, make key partnerships with people in the community. We're going to raise this amount of dollars. We're going to get several major donors. Okay. Well, if you're going to do that, that's broken down to how many times are you going to reach out? How many conversations are you going to have with these partners? And if you're not keeping track of who's doing what and when, and if they're staying on track, then you're not going to hit your targets either. So, you need to focus on managing the resources you have. All right, so there's all these key activities and I spend a lot of my time answering the phones. Could I get somebody else to do that? That's gonna be delegated uh, so that I don't need to be doing that because I really need to stay in the role of talking to somebody after we've decided that they are somebody that's going to be a strategic partner. Meaning somebody could answer the phone and kind of field those phone calls before they get to the executive director. If you find yourself like I had a nonprofit that was matching up horses and uh, foster and adopted kids. And I was the person mucking the stalls. Like I woke up every morning, fed all the horses, mucked the stalls, got the horses out. And when I stopped and stepped back, I started spending 
more of my time on advertising for volunteers to do AM and PM chores, advertising that we, you know, you can spend time with horses and give back to your community. And then I spent time actually figuring out like a sign up genius, which is something online that you can um, have people sign up for different chores or different volunteer slots. So instead of just working every day to muck the stalls and do the horse chores, I spent time building out a volunteer platform, a promotion for volunteers, a system in which I can get volunteers to commit to doing that, uh, training for those volunteers so they understood what our standard operating procedures were around the horses and the AM chores, training them, okay? So my role moved from having to muck stalls every day to training other people to muck stalls and managing the volunteers. And so that's what I want you to think about. What are all the things that you can do to get other people to do the things that you do not, you are not uniquely qualified to do. Anybody could do them or someone else could do them, that they do not need your time. That's one way in which you manage resources. You're also gonna manage staff. If you have staff or volunteers, you know, you're gonna spend time one-on-one -on -one with them, making sure that they understand your mission, that they're accomplishing the job that you want them to accomplish. Um, so working with actually like HR, you're gonna set expectations, you're gonna develop onboarding and onboarding trainings. You wanna hold people accountable. If people say that they're going to do something, you need to make sure that you hold them accountable to that because accountability is so important. And one bad apple, one volunteer that never has to do anything and is never held accountable or one staff member that's never held accountable makes everybody that's doing their job feel like it's not valued. So you have to do that hard work of managing your staff, managing your resources, all those things that we said we were going to do, how are we going to get them done? Is it possible with our current capacity? Do we not need to now recruit more volunteers? Do we need to recruit more staff? Do we need to raise funds for more staff? What do we need to do to get our KPIs accomplished? And if it is too much for your current capacity, then whittle that down and then make one of your KPIs or your key activities building your capacity, meaning getting more staff on board and how are you going to do that? Maybe a whole year you are just going to dedicate yourself to building your volunteer base and building some staff so that you can accomplish more the next year. So that's what an executive director does. An executive director doesn't go, oh my gosh, we have no staff, so I'm gonna go kill myself doing everything and it's gonna be unsustainable and I'm never gonna be able to work on standard operating procedures or training or making these strategic partnerships or going out and talking about my unique cause because I am just head in the sand trying to get all of this stuff done and serve as many people as we can. No, pause, stop, serve less people so that you can prioritize doing all of the other things, the strategic partnerships, making sure, yes, do you need to be doing services usually to get buy-in? Sure, but you can be serving one or two people and doing one or two cool things in the community and use those as your case studies while you are gaining partners, while you're gaining funding, and while you're gaining volunteers and staff. Growing, building more, 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 more beds for homeless, more services for people, that, that is not um, always the metric for success. The metric for success can be that we're growing staff so that we can serve more people. Okay, so there's like, there's an interim where you need to get your foundation, you need to nurture your roots. 
so that you can harvest the fruits of a huge organization that's doing huge work, okay? And the executive director is responsible for that. The executive director is the one that needs to do the pausing in the strategic work, in the foundational work, so that you can have staff, so that you can be sustainable, so that you can serve more people and really accomplish the mission. To recap, you want to be the visionary. You have to hold that framework. You have to be seeing the vision. You have to have that passion. And you need to constantly just be dripping with that vision so that everybody gets it, okay? And because you're a visionary, it's fine, but you may not be an actionary, which means that you need more than ever to surround yourself with people that are actionaries. Tell them, I have this huge vision. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. I need your help in execution. That's fine, your board can help you with execution, staff, volunteers. Just understand that you're a visionary and you're gonna need some actionaries around you. Then you're gonna spend your time in strategic planning, in meetings, in strategic partnerships, doing things that are thinking about how are we getting our KPIs done? What key activities are we working toward so that we can make sure that we're accomplishing our goals and we're not just doing all of this work and not pausing to think, why are we doing this? What are we trying to achieve? And then you need to spend time managing your resources, making sure you're meeting with staff, making sure that you are um, understanding your capacity. How much more staff or volunteers do you need? How are you holding people accountable? How are you leading by example? How are you training that staff? How are you building a culture where people want to show up? That's on you. Those are the things that are on you as an executive director. So I talked about standard operating procedures and um, another piece of this is measurement and evaluation. I definitely think that um, standard operating procedures are the responsibility of the executive director. And if you do not have standard operating procedures, which trust me, a lot of nonprofits, even big ones don't have them. They know they should, but they don't have them. And these are just standard procedures that you have written out so that if somebody else were to come in and, and do your job, they could see all the steps that they're supposed to do and you don't lose quality. They're really good to have because if you need a volunteer or staff member to do something, if they follow your procedure, do it in the way that you intended um, and it, you don't lose any quality of services. So they're really important. And unfortunately, too many executive directors keep all of these, how they do things in their head and they don't have them out in a document for somebody else to be able to go through and do autonomously. So standard operating procedures are something that you definitely need to have for all of the critical things that you do. And then measurement and evaluation is really important because processes and procedure doesn't matter unless they are followed and unless they achieve the results that you want. So you need to be able to, to have systems and processes in place to evaluate, are your programs effective? Are they achieving what you said they were going to, to do? I mean, if you have a mission, then you're claiming something. You are claiming that you're doing something, that you're making a change, that you're adding a public good to this space. So you need to be backing that up with how are we doing that? And how can we articulate our impact? And that's on you as an executive director. If you're into these things like, okay, I hear you, I need to measure and evaluate my programs and also do internal measurement and evaluation of our processes and our team and our staff. 
and we need standard operating procedures. If you're into those things, then make sure you hit subscribe and you tune in over the next couple weeks. I'm going to do an episode specifically on creating useful and, and easy standard operating procedures that are not overwhelming. And I'm also going to talk about some measurement and evaluation basics so that you can just make sure that you're starting to collect some of this data and learn from your current activities to see if you need to make changes or to see if you have true meaningful impact that you can report out to stakeholders and feel good about the claims that you're making. All right, if you want to, you can go watch that uh, Getting Focused episode and you can go grab your Getting Focused worksheet at katulo.com slash focused. I hope this was helpful and keep rocking it out. Keep doing your amazing service to this world. We need you. Thank you.